Let me get this straight. You actually went on a metal cylinder and it flew in the sky and transported you to another place? <laughs> full-on live, uh, back with our Facebook Live uh, series, which I'm, uh, I'm pleased to get back in the saddle with. Uh, because of timing and a bunch of other things that have been going on, it's been a little less, uh, uh, little, little, it's not as been as easy as it used to be to do um, our Facebook Lives, but some of them just make sense to go live. We've had, uh, we've had a bunch on lately that have been recorded the same day and then we've put them back on, so, uh, but, you can see there, smiling with a slow <laughs> glow or bead of sweat because of the heat. Uh, we've got uh, none other than Rod Hanna, who's director of sales here in Canada, overseeing some other markets too with uh, the St. Lucia Tourism Board. Um, dude, I feel like we're talking to a time traveler. Oh. I feel like somebody, uh, so <laughs> let me get this straight, you actually went on a metal cylinder and it flew in the sky and transported you to another place? <laughs> it felt like that for a bit. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? So, uh, uh, I was falling in love with travel again, it's been great. Well, welcome, first of all, welcome to our uh, Travel Pulse Canada Facebook Live series. We love it. Um, Thank uh, you. Rod is, is live and direct from... Um, the Tete Rouge property down in uh, in St. Lucia, owned by Canadians, which is fantastic. Uh, originally from, uh, spent 20 plus years in Toronto, so that's uh, wonderful. Looks like a beautiful place. Um, and, and you've been touring around, seeing some hotels and enjoying a little bit of the, uh, the island. So I think, first of all, um, what what's the vibe like on the island in St. Lucia with the local? What's the, what's the general vibe like? Are, are people up? Are things starting to feel like they're rebounding a little bit? How are things going on the island? Thank you. Yeah, no, in general, things are up. People are understanding and appreciating uh, the tourists that are coming. It's nice to see and for people to understand that St. Lucia has been open now for over nine months. The safety protocols that are in place here are working. And that's what's been so successful. Uh, understanding, of course, too, that not all markets obviously are open, as we all know. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. market is, is the main one. However, those protocols um, are very specific, and we can touch on those a little later if you want, but they're just, you know, they're the same for everybody across the board. Um, and even locals here, you know, the, the compliance of everybody wearing masks, of, of social distancing, of what you're allowed to do, what, what you're not allowed to do is, is very clearly mandated and being very very clearly followed by everybody because they understand the importance of, of tourism and what it means for for St. Lucia. Yeah. Um, but St. Lucia is more beautiful than ever. I can tell you that. <laughs> you just, you, your heart and soul is in this. They're going to give you residency soon. I think you love that place so much, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me, tell me. So, are is there? Because another destination had uh, some some curfews and lockdowns recently. What's the? You don't have to know this. I'm not asking as a practitioner or anything like that, but. Is there curfews in place? Are grocery stores open? Do they have limited capacity? That sort of stuff? Or what does that look like from a local's perspective? Yeah, there is. There is, there is a curfew that ends at, uh, like, stores, supermarkets, restaurants need to be closed by 8. Okay. People have an hour, basically, to get home. Curfew starts at 9, okay. right? Um, how does that impact tourists that are here in a COVID-certified property? Not much, really, no. at the end of the day. Not at because all. Because they're in a COVID-certified property. Um, you know, people can stay up to... 
Uh, travelers can stay in up to two certified properties while they're here. Um, there is dine-around programs, which, which uh, Tet Rouge is actually part of as well. So if you are staying at a COVID-certified property, you can go to another COVID-certified property for a meal um, at their restaurant and then go back to yours. That is allowed. Again, okay. all the safety protocols are in place. So we talk about the temperature checks. I've had my temperature checked here in this time. I've been here more than I think I've had in the last couple of years. Wow. Um, but that's just, you know, and, and face mask. I mean, I'm taking it off because, you know, it, uh, you, can't, you can't hear me, but, you know, this doesn't come off. This stays on yeah. if you're in the transfer. If I'm in the transfer, even with the COVID certified transfer from point A to point B, the driver myself, uh, even the, from the airport, you keep the mask on the whole time. The hand sanitation is sanitizers are so, absolutely everywhere. Okay, so let's so let's get into that then. So, um, I guess hotels. I'm assuming the capacity of hotels is probably in line with what's happening in other markets, where like 60, 60 to seventy percent ish uh, capacity, depending on the size of the hotel, obviously, is generally exactly. where. And, yeah, and that's what it is. And again. They're understanding too that part of the, the, the rules that allow hotels and properties to be open have in line with the fact that it, they can't be at 100% capacity, obviously. No. Because yeah, yeah. if there were to be, heaven forbid, you know, uh, people need to be quarantined, there needs to be a certain number of rooms that need to be assigned to that. Also, understanding that the properties themselves have had to distance the tables, distance the things. So, as an example, I, um, I'm just using this because familiar with Canadian market. I was at Sandals, I'm still currently staying at Sandals, but you'll see the restaurants. The table is separated. All the protocols there are being take, are being very carefully monitored. You yeah. know, when you get into the room, you break the seal. All your things are, are cleared and, and cleaned. Wow. Everybody's taking extreme caution with that. Yeah. Uh, your bags are being sanitized the minute you get off the transfer. Uh, you don't take your bags to your room. Um, but sanitizer so, to get on. So let's before everywhere. let's let let's. I want to go. F- and I was I was kidding about being a time traveler, but I am sort of not kidding yeah. because uh, <clears> it's <throat> you know I'm used to traveling three months a year, probably, I don't know, 25, 30, 40 trips a year or something. And I haven't been anywhere since March the 22nd is when I came back from uh, uh, from our vacation a year ago. Um, so mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of kidding, but I'm not kind of kidding. So when yeah. you, like literally take us through the Rod Hanna, okay. the day in the life of Rod Hanna, you, you arrived at the airport in Toronto uh, for that early morning, the uh, 6.30 flight yeah. on uh, that, I mean, that that time to fly is just kill. It kills me. But anyways, that six thirty flight with yeah. Delta. It, so what was it like when you got there? First of all, was there was there many lineups? Was everybody wearing masks? Well, Could you use your Nexus Health and Safety? Yeah. Tell us about the Toronto airport experience. First, yeah. First of all, I didn't sleep the night before. Just pure excitement. Um, <laughs> I honestly felt, and I was telling somebody, I felt like a little kid. Yeah. Um, the excitement of, of getting to the airport. So I got to the airport. Yes, social distancing, very few people, obviously. Uh, in my case, I was on a Delta flight connecting through Atlanta. Yeah. The one thing that, that, that I thought was interesting was they saw my reservation, knew right away I was coming to St. Lucia. So obviously at the desk there, they asked to see my travel authorization, which is a document you must have if you want to come to St. Lucia. They asked to see my PCR negative test, and they had the form for me to sign for transiting through the U.S., which is sort of a health screening measure um, and that was all done. The rest of the part was pretty normal. The, the typical lineup, we had, we were all waiting with social distancing for um, um, uh, immigration, U.S. Customs to open. But I will tell you, John, never in my life have I been going to U.S. immigration, and as far as my eye could see, there was no one in front of me, and as far as I could see, there was no one behind me. Huh. Literally, I got to the line, and the guy, there was two agents. The guy goes, waves me over. 
asked me where I was going and literally was the fastest. Um, and talk I about, went to the gate. Um, talk about you know, social distancing. Fully, you know, yeah, yeah. Did, um, so could you, know, you use Nexus it, or uh, no? Could you use your Nexus card or not? Is I didn't see it, and I actually don't have it. Um, believe it or not, I've never. Wow. I, I, I'm way behind. I should get it. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're gonna need it. You may as well yeah, get it now yeah. because you're. Yeah. I don't know. I could live. I couldn't live without it. Yeah. So the the U.S. border, U.S. Uh, customs, they were all masked up. Yeah. Okay. Masked up, same as people at the airport. The people doing your security checks of the bag. I think that was a little slower just because they were all being extra cautious as well yeah. with the PPE and everything. Um, you know, getting and, and then of course on board the plane, the announcements never stop about you. Please keep your mask on. You know, uh, respect that. Delta, for example, um, they, they don't book the seat next to you, so that was nice. Yeah, just giving some reassurance. Everything's been wiped down. If you have the Delta app, I sat down, and the minute I sat down, it said, um, actually before I boarded, it said that the plane had been sanitized, and you see the people walking around with the, the fog machines. Okay. Um, and, so was and there all that? All that. So any onboard service, food and beverage stuff at all, or? There was there was beverage there was coffee um, okay. and cold beverages uh, but okay. no food snacks you know the almonds or the little bag or the cookies that's yep. it nothing you can't even buy food no okay and, and the other thing that I think is important to know too Atlanta being such a busy airport I was very pleasantly surprised because of course we hear and see things regarding the U S market yep. in general the minute I got off you know everybody went a mask I did not see one single person without a mask social distancing distancing story of course in a busy airport like Atlanta is is hard, but you know, as much as you could do it. Yeah. Um, I got to my gate to board the flight to St. Lucia. Again, I had to present my travel authorization, my negative COVID. He grabbed my boarding pass, gave it a, uh, an okay sign, and I stood in front of a camera for the picture, took off my mask, yep. and away we went. Wow. And so, did you check? Did you check bags, or did you do carry on? So very, be very careful how you answer this question. For for, <laughs> for people that know me, when I travel on fams, you'll never see me wearing the same shirt twice. Oh, so I absolutely check bags. Oh. God, so, you're one of those yeah, guys. Yeah, Hopefully, it's not just yeah, because of shoes. Uh, yeah. um, no, 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 no. It's, it's no, no. And the bag was checked right through. And, and um, again, I get excited about the stupid things. But I was sitting at my window seat, looking out the window as we were loading. And on my phone, there's my and bag. Your there's bag my is coming on, and I was like, "There's my bag. There's my bag." So, it's really happening. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah, crazy. It was really happening. So, when on board, did the um, uh, the crew have on PPE, or was it just gloves, masks? What were they all on? Gloves, gloves, and masks. Okay. Gloves and masks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, I'm so, trying to remember. I think some of them may have had people like the, the screen, uh, but the majority of didn't. Okay. Um, and, and of course, that flight's a little longer. So, you know, again, but no food, just snacks um, and, and beverages for, per, for purchase. Here's know. here's a f perhaps, well, it's not a stupid question. Uh, if you had to go to the washroom, to the, because you know how sometimes you get 10, 15, 20 people lining up to use the washroom, to use the lav. Yeah. Uh, what's the protocol for that? Sounds crazy, but I bet you. I want to yeah. know. So. No, it, it was, they pretty much announced and they tell you not to congregate. So okay. I was towards the back of the plane. So when I was looking, I could see people when they were going, there never was any other person. And when I had to use facilities, I made sure there was no one there. I walked straight in. When I came out, there was no one there. I went back to my seat. Must have been so, on an aisle seat. I mean, an aisle seat, jump up, quick no, access. I, I, was, I was actually in a window, but the two seats next to me, in my case, fortunately, were, were empty. That's the quick there was access. a person who later decided to move. Oh, so okay, it was, it was okay. lovely in that regard. Okay, cool. So, yeah. All right, so that's that's that experience. And you arrive in St. Lucia. Uh, I've been there a, a bunch of times. One of the one of the most fun nights I ever had in my life, honestly, was down in St. Lucia. I was with uh, with your prime minister. It was me and him and two or three colleagues that I'll remain nameless. Nice. But we were down <laughs> for a dinner 
uh, down in the fish market on a fish fry night on the Friday night. Grows and, yeah, we had grows yeah, jump up. It yeah. was we had such a blast. Anyway, um, and I the last time I was there, I actually took the helicopter from the airport up up to the north end of the island. But it's a great little airport and it's easy to get through, get in and get out. So what was it like arriving in the airport in St. Lucia with health and safety protocols, getting your bags, you know, bellmen or, or you know, uh, baggage handler guys inside the airports. Mm -hmm. What were they all like with their with their PPE and health and safety protocols at the airport? Yeah, to answer that question, so I'm going to start from which, when you get off, right? Yeah. As you're getting off the plane, and as you know, currently the airport, you walk down the, the steps, um, and there was social distancing from that point on. And the okay. lineup, because now what they've done is they've created a sort of a makeshift building right next to the original airport that's okay. there, yeah. and that's where all the, the screening happens. So distancing, and those people, the aprons, the PP full, completely head-to-toe, okay. um, and you're coming off, and they're, you know, the sanitizer, um, and the the um, the temperature check, and and seeing that you have the proper documentation at that point. Once yep. again, um, you know, just to make sure, and and then you go around and do the regular custom things. But again, the stickers all over the floor. People making sure you're social distancing, um, and not 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 close at all to anybody. Wow. Um, by the time, of course, you get out, your bags are already there, um, and the bellmen, if if you need them, are, are wearing PPE as well. Okay. Um, I was fortunate enough that I was I, I was I'm at Sandals, so I got to do the Sandals. Uh, ah, yeah. The Sandals, um, <laughs> you know, the, the the lounge. So that was always a, a nice thing. But interestingly enough, something that's changed because of, of COVID there is, of course, they only have cold drinks and coffee, and it's, it's pretty much they have perfect Wi-Fi, their own bathroom. So you know, perhaps what people are used to normally. Yeah. But the the service and the smile was always there, as as we know with Sandals. Yeah. So that was great to have that and. Well, and then, like I mentioned earlier, you jump on the transfer, you, you, you know, sanitizer again. You never can go anywhere without sanitizer. Yeah. Uh, before going into the lounge, before going out to the transfer, before you get on the transfer, put your mask on. Well, your mask was on. You really never took it off. Yeah. Except to take a drink. Uh, and then the whole ride up to, in my case, Sandals, reading through the talk, um, you know, you had the mask on. The driver was talking to people, but everybody yep. had their, their, their mask on. So, oh, that's awesome. Now, yeah. so now we're, we're, we get to the resort. Um, what's the check-in like? I presume, you know, it goes without saying everywhere now, just social yep. distancing at check-in. Um, yep. Regular line, staff is all there, the team with PPE or masks. First of all, it is, it must be comforting to a certain extent when you come off the aircraft and when you go into that screening area and everybody's in full aprons, protective gear. It must give you a little... Oh, yeah. okay, that's good, right? Um, so it does. It does. I, I've, I've felt safer, safer here than in many places. I mean, let's say I felt safer here than in Costco or Walmart any day. I'll say that yeah. right now, and I know it, we use it as a cliche, but it is. It is. Yeah. And, and even I'm going to go further back in regards to arriving at the resort. Um, even the driver, like it's not even with the passenger. The driver is getting, even though he's an authorized driver, he's getting his temperature check at the wow. gate. Wow. Okay. You know? And then they they pull up sanitizer. It, it's a welcome. But put your hand out here to sanitize wow. um, and you know and then step over here let's get your temperature checked first before you do anything else the new, as, as, a, as a guest the new handshake yep. is a and then in your hand this, <laughs> yeah. this, this, this is a this is a new handshake right here everybody does that here or pictures the elbow or a squeeze of sanitizer yeah. how are you Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's about it i know but so it, so you're so you're distancing is, is definitely happening even within check-in depending what kind of room category you were in yeah, I was fortunate enough. I had I had a club class, um, so I, I went to the lounge. But then again, you you can't go into that lounge without your mask on. You can't go in without yep. sanitizing first. Your bags get taken to your room 
and the sandals uh, person there is actually sanitizing your bags before they even get to your room. Wow. So that's just another, another, another sheet of, of, exactly, you said it, squeaky clean. Um, and again, in the lounge, I was there over the last couple of days, and when people would come in without the mask, the sandals, club people were, sorry, you know, we love you and all, but you got to wear your mask. Please, you know, respect that. So they're really good at, at communicating that, um, and, and it's, it's very evident that the guests understand and know uh, of, of the needs that need to be taken as precaution. Okay, so so what um, what uh, what hotels have you seen and you've you've, you've visited and you stayed at while so, you're down there? So I've I've stayed at the Sandals Regency the talk. I checked in last night into the Sandals Grand St. Lucian. Yeah. Um, just as as a, as a as a I guess sidebar, the reason why um, I had to come to St. Lucia as well is as you mentioned from the get go, I'm now working also. I have been for a while with the Latin American market. So we actually bueno. had. Uh, uh, muy bueno. We had a first Latin American uh, fam that we participated in in conjunction with Sandals and their BDM from Mexico, which I've been working with that market quite some time, huh. and the Sandals team in Latin America doing webinars and updating their their agents in regards to St. Lucia and the protocols and all that. And it was just interesting to see um, them. It was interesting for me to have to go back to the Spanish and do the, the St. Lucia talk, but this time it's in Spanish. So, yeah. um, But they were very impressed, and I just want to go back to that and say that you know, coming from a country that perhaps doesn't have the, the, the best record in regard to that, and referring to Mexico, yep. they were amazed at all the different steps that were taken as well. So it's interesting. I mean, we keep hearing from our market, but if other markets are also saying that as well. Um, so, yeah, I was with them. Basically, we hosted them um, for, for an excursion on the, on the Monday. Uh, we did what you've all heard of and, and seen in some of the pictures, which I'll keep posting to, to keep everybody happy and, and hopefully inspired, which is the Sulphur Springs and a waterfall. And interestingly enough, too, now that we're talking about the the protocols, even within an excursion, there's protocol. The mask has to stay on. Yeah. You know, you keep your distance. You sanitize. Uh, at different uh, at different excursions that are authorized, there are protocols as well. It's not a free for all. You it's pre booked when you can go. You can't just show up at Sulphur Springs and say, "Hey, I'm here. I want to come and look yeah. ten years younger overnight." No, you need to be. You know, that needs to be done prior to. Uh, again, one more step of the precautions that are yeah. being done. So they left yesterday um, and I visited the Ladera Resort yesterday. Okay. Um, had a, a, a lovely talk and, and uh, had lunch with uh, Christian, who's the general director there, um, and his wife, Sonia, so that was that was beautiful. And then today I'm fortunate enough to be here, like I mentioned, at, at, at Tet Rouge. Rouge. Yep. Um, at Tet Rouge, and then I'm, I'm, uh, once I, I leave here, I'm gonna be going over to Calle Blanc which is another COVID certified property. Okay. And then I'm at the grand, I'm at the grand um, for my, the remainder of my stay. Um, and of course, you know, tomorrow is, is uh, because I fly back on Saturday, tomorrow is I'm getting the PCR done. Okay. Uh, right in it at Sandals. Okay. Um, they, they, you don't need to leave. You do it right there. Uh, as, as many of the COVID certified properties have that. You don't need to leave. Yep. The nose one. God, I've had that five um, times. I yeah. still can't get used to it. Yeah. But. So, so, but that's, so, and that's included. So that's something else, also, just to keep in mind for agents out there. That's something that, um, as a guest, you don't pay additional for. Here's a here's a quick handle. quick question for you. What's it like to have how many? So how many travel advisors are on that uh, fam? Assuming it's travel advisors, and what's their? Uh, they they must just be all giddy. They were they were very happy. Many of them it was their first time to St. Lucia, so wow, okay. they were very in awe of everything. So there was eight eight travel advisors. Okay. Uh, there was a BDM the BDM from Mexico, and, and then uh, um, someone from inside sales in, in Miami office who coordinated everything. So I guess that'll um, be the new now, that could be the new size of of fams probably for the next couple of years. Yeah. Eh? like eight I think to, so. eight to twelve I think so. people. 
and, and it's funny enough too you mentioned that because even when we were doing uh, when we were at La Talk and when they were showing us around they split us up immediately because there was no way there was going to be that many people going into room at the same time wow. things are being done very differently yeah which if you look at it from a standpoint of, of a destination or the hotelier or as an agent, it's better, it's even more beneficial. Yeah. Forget waiting for 15 people to go in and take the same picture of the bed in the room yeah. or the window. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's just well, and bed. and you get better one-on-one time, right? Having a chat with them yeah. and explaining things. So yeah. that's uh, that's incredible, man. So things are are different, but um, but achieving and accomplishing the same things, and uh, it sounds like health and safety and, and protocols are above and beyond right and the, the, the your travel right. experience was it seems like it was very uh you were very comfortable right so yeah. um yes, I, like i said i'm very very comfortable happy um and uh, you know it sounds very cliche but it, it does the soul good to travel I, yeah. i'm falling in love again with travel i'm falling in love with with what i do and it reminds me why i'm in this industry it's hard you know, it's hard not to get emotional when when you first land here and my first walk on the beach. I'm not going to lie. You know, the, the 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 tears. You know, they came. It's just natural. We love this industry. We love to travel. We love the people of these islands. It's, it's very hard not to get fully charged. But I tell you, it was like a weight off my back being here okay. and just soaking okay, it all in. Rod. Rod. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm not Oprah. I'm not Barbara Walter. Bar- Barbara Walters. I'm not going to make you cry. And so help me, God, you're not going to make me cry. You're, I promised myself I wasn't going to cry. Uh, well, who knows? I might. Yeah. I may go for a big trip down to the Danforth this weekend. That be my, might be oh. my big drive. So, all right, lastly, because I want to stay conscious of time here, um, just talk to us about, A, very quickly, the beach experience, the poolside experience. Um, Presumably, there's not a huge, big rush or lineup for chairs because the place is not at capacity. But you're at the beach, you're at the pool, you've got your chair. What's the health and safety protocols like there? And then getting a drink at the bar. Yeah. Uh, and then, lastly, uh, then we can wrap up just the dining experience. Uh, whether I don't know if it's buffet or if it's a la carte only. So what about that? And just in general terms, so, not by property, yeah, but it, across no, all. In problems. general, so I, the, I can speak to a sandals regency the talk where I was at. Um, the pool, we were in the bluff section, so you get to the pool, the person that does the pool, everything, he's total PPE on, hands you your towel, um, you choose a chair, and, and you sit down and do your thing. One of the things I found interesting is we, I noticed somebody got up and was leaving, and someone else was going to go grab that chair, and he said, he said, please wait, and he brought the fog machine and sprayed down all the chair, all wow. the, the contact, wiped everything down before the person got uh, a, a next, uh, you know, grabbed the towel and then sat down. Huh. Uh, swim up the pool, um, and, and that's where I, I, I thought was interesting too. You know, obviously you're not wearing a mask when you're in the water, but you go in. People still maintain the distance. I think it also depends on if you're with a group. We always just try to maintain that distance as well. There's yep. there's sanitizers on the swim up as well, so people will, you know, it's, it's being provided everywhere. If you want to wow. do it, and, and you know, the, the the person attending you, they're definitely having CPE on, mixing the drinks for you. At the restaurant, it's reservation. Um, and I'm sorry, not reservation, but you get the ones that are reservations still require reservation. Yeah. Um, but when you get there, even for the buffet, for the breakfast is the only time I saw that there's buffet, but it was, they're serving you, right? Okay. It's not you're touching something and everybody else is touching. Um, but again, it's sanitizer, please. And if you forgot, it, trust me, they'd remind you. Yeah. Automated hand sanitizers everywhere. Uh, last name, please. Room number. And that's all being done for contact tracing. If heaven forbid something were to happen, okay. you know. It, wow, really thorough, eh? Very so, thorough. Yeah. Very, very so, thorough. And then, like, if you're if you're done dinner and you get up and walk away, 
um, yeah, that table is getting wiped down top to bottom with sanitizer. And somebody comes in exclusively uh, with special uh, uh, material to wipe it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just none of this self-serve in the sense everything gets passed on to you very carefully, That's, very safely. Sounds like me in the March the 12th uh, in Jamaica last year when I was wiping down cutlery and tongs, everything. That was a year ago. Yeah. And everybody at the resort was looking at me like I was in a total idiot. So <laughs> but I was wearing a mask in January last year on the subways in Toronto. And yeah. even then I was getting some looks. Um, I, so here's, I, I think for the majority of your arrivals are probably coming from the U.S. right now because that's slowly opening up right. because of vaccination. But yeah. as we all know, we all know that there's a big division in the U.S. of people that choose not to get vaccinated and, you know, don't want to wear masks and don't believe in, believe in the whole the whole coronavirus regrettably um, but what happens at the property if they've got somebody who says I'm not wearing a mask what does the hotel um, do I I've not seen that but what I, I've seen happen though is is the rules are very clearly stipulated before you even get there and I want to say in much of the, the hotel the reservation when you agree to the terms you're agreeing to what's being done in the property okay. so you need to follow that um, you're also not just following just a hotel. Those are the rules of the country. So when you come to another country, you need to understand, uh, again, with what many of us signed without even looking at the small print, yeah. you're saying I'm agreeing to the terms and what the rules of laws are in that country. Now, yeah. it, it's handled, I did see people forgetting, but again, the staff is graded to saying, hey, you know, Mr. Smith, please remember your mouth. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I just saw that a couple of times, but again, yeah. it's just how it's presented. And people in general that are traveling overall know that that is a requirement, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's, so that's good to see. So the term "we need you to cover up" takes on a whole new meaning in post-COVID. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Rod, we've uh, we've uh, hit our uh, hit our time spot here. Really appreciate you joining us with here. No, thank uh, you. We've had thank lots of people so watching, for, and for uh, we're going to feature this tomorrow uh, in an article. We'll put it on online too, so we can uh, I appreciate it. get Please this update. Stay safe, everyone. Will do. Thank Rod so Hanna, Director of Sales for St. Lucia Tourist Board, thanks very much for joining us. For everyone who continues to log in and watch our, our video content and subscribe and get our news and information every day, we really appreciate it. Thank you very, very much, and we're going to continue to do our best. Rod, enjoy the rest of the Thank day. You. you lucky. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. See you later. Thanks, thanks everyone. John.